Yes, Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations. Our good friend, Mike Nelson, has been making these incredible Ghostbusters props for a very long time. We've been talking about it for a long time. In fact, if you've been paying attention, you would know that I just got my brand new Proton Pack delivered to me at DragonCon. There's a video up on YouTube. You can see the pictures on Instagram. It is a one of a kind. I'm telling you, this is the best Proton Pack I've ever owned. It's the best Proton Pack I'm ever going to own. And Mike was super cool. He was very communicative. He talked to me. He asked me questions. I personally had the best experience I've ever had getting a prop built for me. Because let's face it, these things are special. There's a lot of detail. We're picky. Us collectors, us movie fans, we want the good stuff, and Carnivorous Creations delivers. Now, he not only does Ghostbusters proton packs and proton pack parts, he's getting into Ninja Turtles weapons coming later this year. He's got amazing prop displays, custom displays for your prop replicas. These things are huge. It's hard sometimes. You don't know even how to put it on a shelf. Mike at Carnivorous Creations is going to help you get your collection where you need it to be. So... Check out CarnivorousCreations.com. That's Carnivorous with a K. And you can also find them at Carnivorous Creations on Instagram and Facebook. Tell them Yes Have Some Podcasts sent you. And get yourself into a brand new Ghostbusters Proton Pack. I don't want to grow up. I'm you want some Jurassic Park. Now playing the Echo goggles with Echo Bomber. Neutron Blaster and Water Zapper. Heat sold separately. From the corner penthouse of Spoof Central, all the way to Star Killer Base. This is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes Have Some. Yes Have Some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast, episode 173. My name is Craig Goldberg, and I am here with Abigail Gardner. What's up, guys? And Jacob, hashtag... Hashtag Walsh. What? Hashtag... Okay. Jacob hashtag Walsh. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Fine. He'll take it. Yeah. We call him a lot worse. It's fine. <laughs> what? Hashtag Craig Strong. Ooh. <laughs> Guys, I had to stay Craig Strong a couple times this week. Yeah. We're going to get into it. We've been doing some shopping, mm-hmm. some barging, all mm-hmm. that. But welcome everybody to the show. I want to start a Craig Strong charity and we just buy toys with all the money. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the human fund? Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to have human. t-shirts and, like, go uh, uh, hit the streets. He's and- like, a, uh, Georgia, they want to start doing more for the community. So uh, here's this. $25,000 for the human fund? Okay. Okay. We got a lot going on, folks. I'm just going to put it out there right now. We are living in a post-GB3 filming world. Mm-hmm. I have been talking about it for a couple weeks, but I don't think... We need to talk about this. We need to understand that Ghostbusters 3 is not a myth. It's not a reality. It's not something that's never going to happen because Bill Murray's stubborn. Ghostbusters 3 is happening. Yeah. And I feel like when I go out into the world, I want to talk to everybody about it, like the postman mm-hmm. and like the lady at the bank or the deli. By the way, 
I don't interact with any of that. I haven't been to a deli, maybe ever. I don't have a deli. But I want to. What I'm saying is I want to go to a deli and talk to the people who work there and say, what do you think about Ghostbusters 3? Yeah. Can I? Yeah. I'm just imagining, uh, is it Mickey Rourke from The Wrestler? He works in a deli? Yeah, he's working. I'm sure you're going to talk to him about it. (laughs) Randy the Ram is carving my meat. Um, so anyways, I'm, I'm just very excited and, uh, I want to kick off, I want to do something a little different. Okay. I want to kick off this week's episode with a new segment. Okay. It's the yes, have some Ghostbusters three trailer watch. Now, before we get into this segment, I do want to say that there is a theme song that I created. I know. You've both heard I, it. Hey, I'm really glad it's not the version I was on because that it, well, we'll play it at some point. <laughs> Not good. Uh, oh, this isn't good. Oh, it's not. In but fact, it's, it'll be in your head. When I sent this to Jake, I said, Jake, this is so bad that I love it. Yeah. So right yeah. now, listen up, folks. It's the YHS Ghostbusters 3 trailer watch debut of the segment and the debut of the theme song. Here we go. pretty good i don't know why i have a southern accent in it but uh i think it's great i think the southern accent adds a lot of character to it jake when you first heard that today did you consider ending our friendship yeah uh multiple times uh (laughs) it's not very good but i think our listeners are gonna love it yeah yeah so let's get on to the segment so okay uh, here we go here we go is there a ghostbusters 3 trailer no no. no, no, there's not. Cool. All right, let's go. Segment over. Segment right. over. Uh, we're we're going to watch out for it, though. We're going to be keeping our eyes out. It's going to be happening in the next couple months. And tune uh-huh. in every week where we update the world on whether or not there is a Ghostbusters 3 trailer. Mm-hmm. All right, moving yep. on. Um, thank you, everybody, for indulging me. Yeah. Um, Thanks for making a song. When my parents ask me what we do on the podcast, <laughs> I'm just going to play them that. <laughs> and they're going to be like, oh. Uh, We got a lot to cover. We are back from Orlando. We are living life. I've I've never lived this much life. I am so exhausted. Yeah. I think this is our best life, all of our lives. Yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good. I took a nap today. Me too. Yeah, that was good. Felt good. Um, Bless you. Jake, I'm getting over some sneezing, by the way. Jake, you're getting over a little cold. That's fine. Well, you know, we went to Universal Studios and we got rained on and I think I got a cold from that. Yeah, I'm sorry. So I'm trying it's to get a, past it. It's all right. There, so might we'll, be, there might be some sniffling, some sneezing. We're gonna so. cover the uh, the Star Wars trailer. The new Rise of Skywalker trailer is out. The final trailer for the final chapter for now in the Skywalker saga, and uh, I'm really excited to talk about that. We're gonna get that to a little. Uh, get to that a little later. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about our experience down in Orlando, Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, I do want to let everybody know that uh, the Ghostbusters community is alive and well. We're doing good. Yeah. Like, it was fun. It was fun hanging out with our friends down in Orlando. Uh, I want to thank the people that joined us. Ryan Dole flew in all the way from Vancouver. That's another country. 
I don't know if everybody knew that. Uh, Vancouver, Canada, uh, British Columbia. Uh, he joined us. Uh, he's a great friend of the podcast and uh, loved he hanging out. chocolates. He Ru- brought me some tea. Thank you for the chocolates. I had a lot of the kind tea. words. Yeah, yeah. Ryan's great. So we thank you, it. Ryan. Uh, uh, brought us gifts, brought us Spider-Man mugs, Spider-Man gifts, the crew mugs from Spider-Verse, which was fantastic. All kinds of stuff. Dude, first of all, I'm a huge fan of gifts and I'm also a fan of displays. And when we came into the hotel room, Ryan was waiting with like all the chocolate bars and the mugs out. And I really appreciated that because that's like how, that's how I would do my shit too. Yeah. And shout out to the uh, embassy suites who allowed Ryan to check in because he got a, he got there way before us. Yeah. Um, so uh, thanks for Ryan. And thank you, uh, AJ Quick, uh, joined us as well for the weekend. Mm-hmm. AJ uh, is the owner and operator of GBFans.com. Uh, I don't know. What else can you say other than... Thanks for dinner. He got our dinner. At <laughs> thanks for the dinosaur cafe. dinner. That's all I could say. That's it. Thanks for that one dinner. No. Um, AJ's great. We uh, GBFans.com. I don't think anybody who listens to this show is not familiar. Uh, head over there. The forums are legendary over there, aren't they? Dude. That's mm-hmm. where like the community like That's got where going. I got my start. Yeah. Like literally. I've been begging AJ to bring back the um the Halloween costume contest because we haven't had a GB fans Halloween costume contest in the Spirit Pack era. Yeah. And I just want to see it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> some drama. I just want to wanna see the like chaos that ensues. Yeah. It Dude. would be so good. Yeah. I just uh, want to see the bickering and the like pageantry. the annoyed people. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Non ironically, somebody in the GB fans Facebook group today, I'm sure this girl's so nice. She just mm-hmm. doesn't know. She posted a meme and it was like a picture of the inflatable. Uh, Ruby's pack and then the spirit pack and it was like basically it was like one of those memes implying like find you know find a girl who likes this but is actually like this but it was just like a spirit pack kind of thing and it was just yeah. implying she was like I used to have that inflatable piece of shit now I have at the spirit pack and like to me I'm like who cares like have fun live your life but I just get you a girl who could do both <laughs> What I say. Exactly. Get you a girl who wants the inflatable pack and the spirit. Yeah, and also a really good one, too. Yeah. So thanks to AJ for coming in. Obviously, thank you to Hal Clay, who joined us as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, close confidant of the podcast. Yes. Um, and uh, it was great. And then we met up with a bunch of people uh, down in uh, Orlando. We met up with um, Dustin Milne and his girlfriend, Megan Anderson. They are from the Alberta Ghostbusters. And... Uh, so they came in from a different part of Canada and they just happened to be there at the same time that Mm -hmm. we were going to be there. So we met up with them and they were great. They were super nice and, uh, they're huge fans of universal. And, uh, like I said, it it just happened to work out. They were going to be there. And, uh, Abby, I was asking you earlier, why are all these people from Canada so nice? Dude, I don't get it, but they are. And it's very refreshing to be around. Um, it was really fun hanging out with all of them. It was cool seeing Ryan catch up with them about like Canadian stuff. Oh yeah, they were like like I don't know maple syrup. I don't know. Eh? It's because it's because Canadians have really fun money. It uh, is so like, fun. It, that's that's it's why fun. I felt yeah. some of it. It's I I've never felt anything like it. I yeah. liked it. And they're it's called good. loonies and toonies and stuff. <laughs> and loony toonies. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, real quick, uh, YHS friend. And uh, friends, I should say, Rob Sosby and Allison uh, Sosby uh, joined us as well Friday mm-hmm. night at Horror Nights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. It was like Dude. a big group therapy hangout. Me, yeah, and he, they both had really cool shoes on, and it always stresses me out because I'm like, why didn't I wear mine? I, I asked go home Rob. And change. 
I asked Rob how many pairs of shoes he brought because I was just kind of curious, uh, you know, like whenever I go on vacation, I bring way too many T-shirts. And I was like, well, he's, you know, super into shoes. So I, I'm just curious about it. And he he said he brought a whole suitcase of just shoes. I respect wow. it. I really and I kind of was jealous. I, yeah. was like, well, yeah. I was like, I only have one pair. <laughs> Dude, Jake, you got to get that another I, pair of that shoes. We had to, that, that we all had to put our shoes in the dryer because they got wet. Yeah, which we should <laughs> also, thank Ryan thank for you, doing Ryan. that. He was so... <laughs> He put all of our shoes in the dryer, and uh, because I don't think shoes are really supposed to go in the dryer, like, no. I guess they, they kicked the door open midstream. Yeah, they don't want to be in there. <laughs> and he was so impressed that uh, that the, the shoes busted through the door. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's um, because American shoes are stronger than Canadian shoes. Like, yes. in, in Canada, when you put your shoes in the dryer, they do as they're told. You they're, know, very but over here, they're very they're passive. Like, yeah. American shoes um, are like- and of course, uh, another big shout out to our friend uh, Robert, Robert Davis from uh, Chronicle Collectibles, who is another great friend of the podcast, and he mm-hmm, joined us, mm-hmm. and uh, he was there with us for Horror Nights, and also, thank you, he got everybody into Universal, like, yeah. he, he got us comp tickets the next day, um, so really an incredible weekend, I'm severely depressed, mm-hmm. um, but again, thank you to everybody who joined us, and uh, I... I think maybe we got to make this like an annual thing like a big group trip to horror yeah like a monthly thing like a monthly thing i'd go there once a month yeah Yeah. Uh, but if anybody is interested in our adventures check us out on social media at yhs podcast and of course facebook.com slash yes have some cast you can see our group photo from the beginning of the night where we were on the dragula the controversial Dragula. So uh, oh my god. And uh which was in the uh Rob Zombie I was called the Rob Sosby Hillbilly Deluxe. Uh Sosby's house with that corpses. Dude, Rob Sosby should get a scare zone. We could display all his shoes. Dude. Uh, <laughs> It's a big pair of alien stoppers comes out at you. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. So we, uh, we we had a great time. Uh, yeah, we took that group picture. And then there's another group picture inside the Ghostbusters tribute store from the end of the night. We're all wearing ponchos and looking miserable. Yeah. Except for Ryan. Well, actually me. Ryan looks like he's having a great time. <laughs> Ryan is always having a great time. At that point, I was like freezing. Uh, but yeah, that's it was like a monsoon. Yeah. But uh, to AJ, Ryan, Hal, Robert, Dustin, Megan, Rob, and Allison. I'm very upset that you're not with me right now. Yeah. Just going to put that out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and then there's also a lot of other people that we were getting messages from that were also there that we didn't get to hook up with. So sorry about that. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, it was great. So let's let's talk about Horror Nights right now. Um, Halloween Horror Nights, the annual event at Universal Studios with all the haunted houses. We had planned this for a while. This year, the 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters, there was a Ghostbusters house we're going to break down all the houses, but I have a feeling we're going to go most in depth on this one. But before we get to that, I want to talk about this damn tribute store. I had to, I'd been seeing people post about the store, but we've been to Horror Nights four or five times. Like the store is always cool, but it's always kind of like it's just like a store. They've got the merch from from the movies and stuff, and it's good. Mm-hmm. This was different. This was an experience. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, the, what was so different about it? I mean, they do the tribute store every year. That, that That's not a new thing. It's just the fact that it was so much better was because it was Ghostbusters this year. They always have like 
you know, life size, you know, mannequins of, of Michael Myers or whatever the houses are. It's just that we usually don't care as much, but this year when you walk in and it's the fucking containment center on one containment center, (laughs) which is, which is kind of like an entertainment center. Oh, I love, Um, Whoa! they had the containment unit on one wall. There's another wall with a giant, no ghost logo. And then there's a wall with like, you know, it looks like the lockers with the yeah. Ghostbusters. It's just like uniforms. What the shit. fuck, man? It also like to me was the first year. So out of all the years we've been going to Universal Studios, there's never been a whole lot of merchandise that I was like, I don't think I've ever bought Horror Nights merchandise before. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I don't like the movies they're doing. They do. You know, they did The Shining. They've done a lot of our favorite films but they stepped up the merchandise this they year. Did. Like there they was, did. there was a lot of really cool stuff, not just for Ghostbusters, but for some of the other movies too. Yeah. What I loved was like, it wasn't, so we've been hardcore Ghostbusters fans for a very long time. You see a lot of rehashing of designs and, and throughout all the products, but this was like new original stuff. Yes. And the aesthetic they went for this year for all of the Horror Nights merch was very, Neon, like they, there was a yeah, lot of very like bright colors, yeah. bright purples and oranges, and like day glow colors. When talking, was it? Isn't it called day glow? Oh yeah, day glow. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, watch Beetlejuice last night, dude. Underrated, so good. Yeah, I put that on VHS. Um, in when we go to New York next year, Beetlejuice musical, are we doing it? Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Down. Back to the whole. The color palette specifically for all the new merch was it's refreshing. It's different. It's not your usual lime green and red and black together. Like this was a very like. It was a severe lack of caution strikes. Dude, yeah. And it's it's pretty. Like all the stuff I'm looking at our picture on Instagram right now. It's all very pleasing and nice to look at. Um, So the store was incredible and we were in there twice. I kind of feel like I didn't even appreciate it as much as I should have. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, I quote you're Jacob an Walsh. Appreciator. I felt like I didn't even see it. Uh, I. <laughs> it's overwhelming. Like Jake said, you walk in first. The first thing you notice is, is the giant wall of merch, right? Then you notice, oh, here's a full size containment unit that I can like stand next to and touch and have fun with. Then there's this giant Ghostbusters logo on the wall. Then they've got four proton packs with lockers with uniforms in it. All looks like the firehouse. Then Janine's desk with the phone. The th- it, yeah. it's, it's overwhelming. Then there's this glass case full of Ghostbusters artifacts and references. And yeah. s- there's so many little inside jokes. There's like bumper stickers for Camp Wakanda. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And there's... Um, you know, maps of the city and there's there was uh, something there was a newspaper article that references the stance farm. And you're like, what's that about? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's just all this stuff and pictures of the Biltmore and all that. Yeah. And it was really like a 100 percent shout out kudos, a million thank yous, a million likes and prayers for mm-hmm. the people, anybody who was involved in setting all this up, because you really did. Yeah, the set deck was out of this world. It was fully immersive, and it was like those little knickknacks and like weathered, like lived-in type feel that I just really appreciated. Um, and I feel like we all could have spent a lot more time inside right. that store. I'm so. considering going back this weekend. Yeah, I, I'm like, sure. I'm off Sunday. Do I just drive to Orlando Sunday night? Do Maybe. I? Let's go. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Let's do it. Um, so I think we have some rides we could pitch 
this point after our bonus <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. episode. Do some business. Um, well, let's go through it since we're talking about the merch store. What did everybody pick up? What were your merch barges? Jake? Ooh, um, I bought, let's see. So I bought, um, they had like a, the, they had a Ghostbusters shirt. So they had a Ghostbusters shirt, but then they also had like a Horror Night shirt that had like a little bit of everything, which I didn't get. And I, and I kind of wish I did at this point. Um, but I got the Ghostbusters shirt. I got the Ghostbusters um, glass. There was like a, you know, like a glass that you can drink out of that had a very like retro looking uh, Ghostbusters spread on it. I bought that. I got the, the Ghostbusters pin. I got the Ghostbusters lanyard. I got the Ghostbusters socks that come inside of a Ghostbusters VHS. Jesus, what else? I don't. Uh, I think that's all I got from from like the Horror Night stuff. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I also, we got the glass. Yeah. We got the socks. Yeah. We got the, I got the four button set. <laughs> um, normally yep. I don't care about buttons, but the pack, it was just really well done with the four of them on the packaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, got the keychain. Yeah. Jake, I didn't get the lanyard and I meant to, but I didn't know you got the shirt. That's yeah. a cool shirt. It's we a really cool yeah, shirt. I was, Can we order I was, that? I was yeah. surprised you guys didn't get the shirt. Fuck. I we're was about like, Why to. Are they buying this? We're on the yeah, website the right now. Great. God, am I about to buy the the horror night shirt? Yeah, I can. Like I just, the... Can you buy it off the website, or you gotta go to eBay? No, it's no, all, we're on the website. All on the website. They still, I want we're just the gonna spend. Tea. We're just gonna spend uh, this episode. This buying is a stuff live barge. Well, here's the, the thing. Um, all all the merch was great, and I I got most. I mean, it it can get a little pricey, right? That stuff's mm-hmm. like not yeah. cheap. You know, it each item's but that's fifteen twenty bucks. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, but it's like the socks are really nice. Yeah, so. the socks are very. The, they actually that, are. Really the VHS packaging on the socks is like, I would buy an empty box if it looked. It, like it's that. incredible, and like it's the kind of thing that you're gonna look back a couple years from now and go, "I'm really glad that I got that because it, it this stuff isn't you know what it's gonna go away, right? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. only gonna be this all year. one of a kind. Um, and we got the coffee mug too, which I you know we were we like our mugs. Love. So incredible merch. Um. And really all the properties had good merch and normally I would have checked everything out, but, uh, it's been about 30 years since I've been able to go into a Ghostbusters store and I just didn't in that moment, this happens to me all the time. I have tons of interests. I love a lot of things, but when Ghostbusters is at the forefront, I just don't care about anything else. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care about right. all that stuff. Um, right. so it was great. We, we all, uh, it was funny. <laughs> we went into the store and I started like pick. I was like, I'm getting this. I'm getting this. I'm getting this. And Jake was like, hey, you're not going to want to carry that stuff around. It was the night. beginning of the night. Yeah. We just yeah, got in there. Uh, so we ended up going back. Uh, it ended up being a good respite. Is that the word uh, from yes. the rain? Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Retreat. Yeah. Sanctuary. So let's uh, let's break down these houses. So. um I just want to say that I'm really sad that I didn't get the entire set of glasses because the Killer Clowns one is very good looking and I like that Stranger Things and the Universal Monster. I think I will. Buy it right yeah, now. I want to. I'm shopping. It right was like now. four for 50. I'm sure that, yeah, it's reasonable. All right, cool. So let's talk about these houses. So for those of you who don't know this setup for Universal uh, Horror Nights, park opens about seven o'clock, goes till 2 a.m., and they've got 10 haunted houses, nine or 10 haunted houses set up. And then there's also 
scare zones, which are like areas of the park that are themed based on either an original concept or sometimes a property. Last year they did like trick or treat and child's play. The big one this year was Rob Zombies. Mm-hmm. Not just Rob Zombies. Rob Sosby's. Rob Sosby's Hillbilly Deluxe. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was great. So what we wanted, we got for the first time ever, we actually had the chance to go to all of the houses, right? Yeah. That was yep. exciting because we got the express pass, which I'm never not doing again. Like it was such it's a, a must. Have. Yeah, it's literally like yeah. we're spoiled. Why it's would so it great. Up? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's break this down. Did you guys do rankings of these houses? Yes, I did. I got all 10. Yep. You got it. You asked us to. I did it. Did you not do it, Craig? Craig's I looking did at it. his notes where he has like one sentence. I did it. <laughs> he didn't do it. Did you do it? I know the top. I know my top five. I'll be honest. Jesus. He's going to cheat off my notes. Like, uh, I'll be honest. Like, like three Hermione. or four of them, I don't remember. Like, they run together for me for the most part. But we. Well, then me and, Ab- me and Abby will do our top 10. Then. Yeah, we'll read them. That works. That works. For All me. right, cool. All right, cool. Let's start number 10. Abby? Abigail. Graveyard Games. Ooh. It was like just Ooh. kind of a bullshit house. Hold on. Oh, oh shit. Oh, sorry. Whoa. Jake, what's your number 10? Graveyard games. Oh. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I didn't do my list, but can I tell you guys something? What? That's definitely my number 10. It, it sucked. sucked. It sucked ass. It's uh, honestly, I didn't. The, there was too much story that they tried to like unravel in too short a period of time. And like they kept using phone screens like iPhones as like a storytelling device and that kind of took me out of the house um it had a jumbled theme because like by in the beginning you're in a cemetery by the end there's like a bunch of creepy kids and I think it's a crypt I don't really know that was a little bit scary to have to walk past all the people but it was confusing and it just didn't get any of my like scare spots so they also they also like uh the creatures or whatever that popped out at you were just ghosts in that one so it was just people with like pale faces Mm -hmm. it wasn't they it wasn't monsters or anything like that so it was just like whatever yeah that's how i felt so we're all in agreement that number 10 was graveyard games graveyard games number 10 Uh, i agree um the official description for graveyard games is enter the gates of a cemetery in the dead of night where disrespectful teens have awakened vengeful spirits. Dude, I don't want dis- disrespectful <laughs> teens are not scary. I was rooting for the spirits. I was like, fuck those teens. Um, all right, cool. Jake, number nine. Number nine, Nightingale's Blood Pit. Yeah. Nightingale's Blood Pit. I hey. love this. <laughs> Let me read the description before we rail on this thing. <laughs> That's also my number nine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, instead of making my list, I took a three-hour nap. (laughs) You deserve it. You've been editing. Ancient Rome has suffered its worst drought in centuries. The perfect scenario for a haunted house, I (laughs) said. What's scarier than a drought in ancient Rome? Um, A ruthless emperor has declared the gladiatorial games will continue nonstop until the rains return. So basically it's like Roman creatures killing each other. They were bird creatures. Yeah. They were all bird. It was all like Romans and bird creatures, which it like, they kind of looked cool, Mm -hmm. but it just was like, I I, I never understood what I was looking at or what was happening or why it was Romans and birds. Yeah. It just was, it was just a whole explanation on the website about, 
The nightingales are a grisly race of creatures that have been here since the dawn of time. Oh, cool. Yeah, here's the thing. Um, it's a little bit tough with the original properties because, especially for us, like we are into IPs. Like we mm-hmm. want to see stuff from movies. And so it really, it takes a lot for me to be really impressed by one of the original ones. But that's not but, to say that I don't have an original high ranking here's on the my thing. list. None of the houses are actually really scary. Nothing, right? Yeah, nothing. Well, it's just it's all based on just jump scare stuff. Right. So like they you know, jump do... scares scare even whatever. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, I I tend to judge the houses by the level of detail and the level of like originality for an original house or how like the stuff they can bring out of a movie or a TV show for yeah. a uh, for a house. Okay. So okay. So we're in agree agreement. Nightingales, Blood Pit. Number nine. All right, Abigail. Yeah. Number eight. Eight House of a Thousand Corpses. All for right. me, I just yeah, I did it. It's not my favorite thing in the world, but you know, I'm proud that I did it, and I'd say it's underneath the uh, the rest. Okay. I enjoyed other houses more. Jake. Um, us. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I like right. that we're at least having different answers. Okay, this so this is the first like known property. So let's talk about these two, uh, Abby. Mm-hmm. Would it give away too much if you were to give your ranking for us? No, no we'll, 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 we'll wait on that. Okay. okay. Uh, but well, let's give, so Jake, what do you think of us? <clears throat> um, I just like, uh, I don't know. It was kind of, uh, there were, there were a couple rooms that were cool, you know, like, um, I think the biggest thing is like, for me, I didn't love the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I did enjoy it and I liked the movie. I saw it in theaters twice, but I did not love it. It's not something that I, it's just not my favorite thing. So I think that right there is going to color the house for me a little bit. And then, um, on top of that, it's like, it's just people, you know, like I, the thing that I like about seeing the haunted houses are the creatures they build or the monsters or the costumes. And it's just, this is just people. It's just people. So it's not, I don't know. That's not interesting to me. Yeah. I hear you on that. Like, it wasn't a scary house for me. I ranked it higher because I'll just say it now. I really like the beginning of the house because it felt like you're going into the house of mirrors from us. And I thought that was, that was a very memorable part of the movie for me that I thought was very immersive and cool. So I liked being able to walk through it and feeling there like inside of it, like I was actually in the movie and that's something that I'm into. Um, so yeah, I had mm-hmm. it ranked a little bit higher. It wasn't the scariest thing in the world. Um, Cause you're looking at a bunch of stuffed you know, bunnies like in the one room and it's, you're, yeah. it's not terrifying, but I, I, um, I felt, it felt like the movie. I, I enjoyed the, the us house more than I thought I was going to, mm-hmm. um, specifically the end of the house when you walk through and the, each side of you is just lined with people. And like, that was- can I, can I say something? When we entered that room, Craig, you were in front of me. Yeah. And when we entered the room where it was just people, which also, first of all, before I get to this, they could have done more with that. Like that part of the movie where it's just a tons of people. They just did one room with it. One. Anyway, I thought they were going to uh, be linked up all over the goddamn park. I yeah, thought it was going to be amazing. I did too. Anyway, when we got to that room, Craig, you literally put your hands over your head and you like, you said something out loud. I can't remember what it is, but you ducked your head down, <laughs> put your hands over your head and then ran the rest of the way out of the room. <laughs> oh, I remember when I said, I was like, I was like, Hey dad, this is something I'm into. It's called us. Let me share it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That's Zoe. Uh, uh, all right. What fam- about family bonding? Um, since since we're since you mentioned it, let's talk about the Jake. What were your impressions uh, of the House of a Thousand Corpses house? I'll I'll go ahead and say that um, House of a Thousand Corpses is my number seven. So okay. it's just a, it's just above us for me. Cool. And the thing that I liked about House of a Thousand Corpses house, it it made me want to watch the movie again. I haven't watched that movie in a very very long time. And I forgot so much about it. And I forgot that the second half of that movie just takes place like underground with these weird monsters and zombies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And that part I thought was really cool. Like when you get to the underground part and like Dr. Satan was in there and all of that stuff looked really great to me. It looked very well done. It was gross. It was like a really gory house. I, I, I had fun with that. I was like this. It really made me want to watch the film. So um, it's not, yeah. you know, it's not high up on the list, but that's why it's above well, us. Yeah. We should also say like all of the houses are good. Like they're all they're fun. All, they're yeah. all fun. There's nothing that I, yeah. Like even, We're trying to rank even them, well, even graveyard games, even though it's my number 10, I thought it looked cool. Like all the mm-hmm. cemetery stuff, the setting looked really good. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And that actually adds to why I was disappointed by the end of it. But yeah, the beginning of it. Right. Was cool. Yeah. So, uh, Jake, you have house of a thousand corpses. Number seven, Abby, what's your number seven depths of fear. Okay. Yeah. This oh. is another original house. Yeah. I really liked that house. Yeah. It was like a underwater monster, uh, virus type thing taking almost like alien. Like you're in a small confined submarine. It felt like alien, but in the water. Yeah. It was exact. It was literally, you can always tell. So like every year, some of the original houses, you can tell that they're based off of something. Maybe, maybe that, maybe they want to do an alien house and they can't. So they did that. It's literally alien underwater, but with different looking, let me uh, let me read the description for Depths of Fear. A deep sea mining company has built an installation deep in the ocean, but the waters are infested with parasitic mouth brooders. They soon slither inside the mine and spew acidic eggs upon unwilling human hosts. Hmm. Mm. Um, I thought it was cool. Uh, it kind of felt like the Hydra Station at Lost and or in Lost at one point. Uh, there's like a window and you see somebody's hand come up from outside. And I was just like, not yeah. Penny's boat. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> That's what's always fun is like when you're going through the house and you think of a joke and you have to like shout to the person, two people in front of you. Yeah. Cause right. they do usher you through those houses very quickly. Yeah. Uh, should we keep moving on? Yeah. All right. What's number next? Six. Number next is six. Number, I put number, us for number okay, six. You had us for us. six. Okay. Yeah, okay. Which we covered. Uh, okay. Jake, what was your number six? Uh, my number six is stranger things. Oh, wow. Okay. Can yeah. I just go ahead and say Stranger Th- Stranger Things would have been is my number 2. Whoa. I thought it was great. What? I mean, I wow. think it had a really badass sequence in one of the rooms. It only takes one room for me to get to to go to the top of my list. That makes sense then because uh I thought the first half of the Stranger Things house was kind of awful. Right. Like the first, the first half was very boring. Mm -hmm. I was bummed out when we got, I didn't realize. So when we first went in, I, I just assumed it was going to be a stranger Things season three house, but then it's the first half is stranger things season two, which uh, season two itself is not very good. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, this is boring. Like this is not fun. It's just dart running around. I, I, I did not like the first half. It wasn't until, um, you know, some of the last few rooms that I really liked. And uh, one of the last rooms is that giant creature 
and it's it's like life size and mm-hmm. it's moving and it was that room alone was amazing it just i didn't it was just one room for me right. so i didn't that room i couldn't i didn't feel like i could that put room it in. fucked me up yeah. because the strobe effect was so strong that at one point i was like oh my god i'm dying but then i wasn't yeah. dying but it was just really yeah. cool um it i just thought in your memory i i'm so I'm so conflicted about Stranger Things. I was very cautious after the second season because I was really like, okay, this show's about to go down the Walking Dead path of it's very popular, it's going to keep going for a long time, and it's going to be diminishing returns. So I was really surprised with how, like, I loved season three. So, uh, but yeah, I thought the house was great. What was your number six? Uh, it was Us, which we already covered, oh, yeah. but number five. For Wait, me, hold on, wait, wait. It's- Jake, what was your number six? Stranger Things. That's what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, okay, That's what right, I was about right. to say. Five for me is Stranger Things. Okay, so gotcha, right gotcha. there with you. My thoughts on it are pretty much the same as y'all's. Um, I, I The thing I liked most about it was that because of our fast passes, when we went into the house, we did not even know which house we were in because we were like, well, we just got through the line oh, so fast. I forgot that happened. Yeah, we were in line <laughs> for this thinking we were in line for us. us. And then somebody was like, oh, I think this is Stranger Things. And we literally did not know what house we were walking into until we were into it. So good, because I remember we've been the first time the first year they had a Stranger Things house. We couldn't even get in it because the line was too long and we didn't have fast. The lines this year was three hours to get in that house. It's like most of your night. We were in there. We're like, where are we? It was great. Um, <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was a really cool house. Yeah, I didn't love the stuff from season two. I don't think that seeing um, an actor playing Eleven inside of like a schoolroom setting is like that cool to see inside of a haunted house. So <laughs> that stuff I could have just gone without. But like all the season three shit was great. Um, and I was into it. And uh, yeah, that room that you guys were talking about where there's that huge thing happening um, with the strobe effect is was really fucking cool to be able to walk around something like that at like it was really like every angle was very cool um yeah, yeah it was neat and then you hear the never-ending story on the way out and it kind of makes you feel good um yeah so that's number five for me are we ready to move on to number four um well my number five oh yeah sorry, was, sorry, my number five five was um depths of fear um, okay i i liked I like that house. I, I thought it was a really cool tribute to Alien. Um, it was fun. Cool. I agree. I agree. All right. Number four. <clears throat> For me was the Yeti house. Looking at what we have left, I have a feeling that Jake's number four was the Yeti house. Uh, it was. Yep. Yeah. Number four yeah. was Yeti for me. Um, cool. Yeti was great. That was the best original property to me. Um, I'll Absolutely. let you guys go. Mm-hmm. But um, it was jarring because... Uh, it was snowing and it was cold. Mm-hmm. And I, Ryan Dole, <laughs> our friend, was with us. And he made it even better because he was doing his strange brew, uh, hey, oh, hosers yay. kind of uh, voice. And he was doing running commentary. So when you walk up into the Yeti house <laughs> yeah. and it's like a haunted cabin with like a dead wolf, he yeah. goes, Oh, cool. It's my front door here. And, like, <laughs> and then, uh, and then you go to another room and there's like a guy gutting another guy at the kitchen table. He goes, oh, this is Thanksgiving dinner here. <laughs> um, uh, I'll let you guys go. I thought this house was was really, really Terrifying well done. And hilarious for both reasons. Yeah. 
Yeah, I enjoyed Ryan's commentary in the beginning. I really liked the atmosphere and that it was cold. It was definitely a departure from the other houses um, to see fake snow, which we actually reached out and touched because we were like, oh, there's no way. And then it was like soft. It was very cool. Um, And yeah, after Ryan's commentary ended, the house just got really scary because Yeti monsters, like abominable abominable snowman, snowman, like that shit's when it's terrifying to see jump out at you when there's like strobe lights and it's, you know, a very scary face with teeth and fur and it's a creature it's i like that stuff like you jake so i really enjoyed this house i thought the set deck was badass it was imaginative and it was a whole different world from the other houses that you spent time in so very cool yeah to me to me the house the sets were the most real looking to me out of everything like the cabin when you're outside of the cabin it it just looked real to me um the the yeti were really scary it was also the it was like really gory it was really mm-hmm. gr- there was some stuff and i was like whoa okay there was some there was some stuff i wasn't quite expecting to be in the haunted house like maybe it was a little grosser than i thought it was going to be um which is not a bad thing i just it, it, i was kind of taken aback by it and it was it was the it was hands down the best original house yeah yeah here's a tip if you're ever at a ha ha what do they call this thing halloween horror nights mm-hmm. uh when you're in a house that takes place outside, try not to look up because you can always see the roof of the soundstage. Yeah, and yeah. You look yeah. out of you it. See. Yeah, for uh, sure. But uh, no, really, really great house. I really like that one. Yeah. All right, we ready to do this uh, top three? Number three. Number three. Jake, you can go first. Same, same time. Number one, three, same time. Right. One. Wait, I'm counting. I always count backwards. I'm going to say three, two, one, and then you say it. Ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Universal Monsters. Universal Monsters. <laughs> okay. There you go. Nice. There you go. There you go. Nice. Um, this is fun. Yeah. This house was like, <laughs> the aesthetic was, ex- I loved it. I fucking loved it. First of all, I started watching the Universal Monster movies for the first time this Halloween, so it's kind of fresh in my mind. I wish I had watched Phantom of the Opera, though, because that was my favorite area of the house. I loved all the mirrors, and I thought that it was just fucking scary and, like, cool and, and old and charming, and, uh, like, it was just practical and, and scary, and I really enjoyed it. It was very immersive. Um, Real quick, this is way off topic but not actually tomorrow on mondo sarah deck has a dracula poster that i love so oh. much Jane. and jason edmondson has a creature from the black lagoon uh, going as well. look that purple variant dude. <laughs> love yeah. it That's okay tight. uh jake what'd you think of this house it was great man like it just looked really good there was like like abby said the phantom of the opera i wasn't expecting and i also wasn't expecting quasimodo to have sections in there i thought it was just going to be like the main you know four guys mm-hmm. you know uh creature from the black lagoon dracula wolfman and frankenstein and they mm-hmm. all had like multiple rooms uh the the brides of dracula were in one section and they were kind of scary and there was one where they were like they were floating above you and they had like a victim they were eating Whoa, and i forgot that one it was really cool and i tickled one of their feet and <laughs> it like the whole house was cool like it just looked good everything looked great i wish there was maybe a little more creature yeah. Like Creature from the Black Lagoon only had one room and uh, it was th- probably, uh, I don't know, just that room wasn't the best room in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my favorite part, though, was Hal Clay was in front. Hal, Hal's favorite thing is the Creature from the Black Lagoon. We see the creature for the first time and he goes, well, that creature mask sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best um, part about being with prop builders. 
Universal Monsters. I was really excited for that house and it was very fun. Yeah, I, I like, you know, with all those properties, they really should have some like they could do a Dracula house or a Frankenstein. Like you could get a whole house out of most of those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was really cool. And I, I <laughs> I'm such a weird person. For some reason, the entire time building up to it, I had it in my mind that everything in that house would be black and white. I don't know why. I just thought <laughs> that I just thought they that's what they were gonna some. do. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, Definitely. Um, another thing about Universal Monsters that I I really liked is that um, you know that that they used to be all over Universal Studios. Like you know they used to have much more Universal Monsters uh, merchandise, and they had a show. Um. And it just it felt a little bit like a throwback to, to Universal Studios. And, and that just made me happy. Yeah, it was great. It was really well done and it was pretty spooky. And uh, I, I, I just I've got this ever since we rewatched Dracula recently. I'm, I'm just on this Dracula. Kick. Yeah, I just I'm, like it. Yeah, I like him. Yes, I like watching these movies. I was actually texting my brother today because he's watching. Um, he just watched Halloween for the first time and he's watching some scary movies. Um, and I was like, it's really cool watching the universal monster movies. Cause it feels like a missing puzzle piece in like our cinematic history because we grew up watching Hitchcock and a lot of classic movies, but we never saw these. So it's just, it's cool. It feels like something I should have seen and I'm enjoying as an adult watching them. I'm just so sad. Like I didn't see, you know, I didn't see the invisible man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't see him. That was that dark room. No, I didn't even see him. <laughs> I didn't, didn't even see it. <laughs> um, okay. Last two. Number two. Jake and Abby on the count of three. Reveal. One, two, three. Killer, Killer clowns. Oh, <gasps> you guys. Dude, this is I was group gonna thing. sing it like the Dickies. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do it. Jake. Um this was so. This might be my number two. It but might it be was my number one. It's my number one. Like, this is my number two, but it was the funnest house. Like, wow. everything looked really great. It started off, <clears throat> it starts off with the scene where he, like, knocks that dude's head off, and they had the the shadow puppets on the wall. All the clowns looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it was just so fun to look at all the clowns, to go through. It looked exactly like you were on the spaceship and, and in the very end room, much like stranger things had the giant clown and he was moving and it was just like, I, I, I know Abby, I know you feel the exact same way. I just could not stop smiling. through. I was so fucking happy. Like I felt like I remember going on, it's a small world when I was little at Disneyland and they, just I remember riding that a lot when we went because it was like it calmed me down and made me smile when I'd see all the animatronics. I felt that way every time I saw a clown. I just like was smiling and I wanted to stay, give it a hug, get like an action figure of it. Like I love the design of the killer clowns. I love the design of the inside of the house. I love the hot pink and the pies and they're goofy and silly and kind of menacing and evil. Um, but I, I was so happy because I just saw the movie and you get to walk through a part that looks like the um, like the big hanging things that they're in, like the cotton candy the or cotton whatever. Candy yeah, cocoons. cocoons. Yeah. That shit was so cool. And I love the big JoJo at the end. My favorite room in there was there was a section that had um uh God, what's the cop's name? Mooney. Yeah. And he's he's like as a puppet and the clown is beside him, like puppeteering him while mm-hmm. he talks. They had that in there. Uh yeah. there was 
uh, you know, a section of like the, the pop, the little, you know, the clowns that come out of the popcorn and yeah. out of the toilet bowl and uh, all that. Like there was, they had everything. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. And because the design of that movie and the spaceship itself, it like lends itself to carnival and amusement park stuff. So it just felt like very real. Like you were in it when you were there. I loved it. I love in that movie at the very beginning when when it uh, when it lands and um, the guy like the redneck dude, he's like, it's Haley's Comet. <laughs> and, it, and then he's like, he's like, there's going to be. And he, and he says, like. <laughs> I don't know what he I don't know what the exact list, but he's like, there's going to be the news vans and tacos. And I'm like, tacos. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love that house. Craig, what would you think? Um, it was great. It was so much fun. Uh, after watching that movie recently, I uh, it's just fun. It's cheesy, but it knows it's cheesy. And it's uh, they do a really good like that's a movie where it's really not it's easier to pull off replicating the vibes of that movie because like all the clowns with them, everything looks great. Like they do look really exactly. Good. It, looks like it, yeah, it looks exactly like it did in the movie. It's pretty close. It actually like the only thing that took me out of it was there are a few and, and, and you know, this is all leftover stuff from the scare zones last year. And, and it was something I noticed during the scare zones, but the only thing that kind of takes you out of it a little bit is that they have a couple made up clowns that were not in the oh. movie. And I'm like, Oh, that I'm like, he's not from the movie. Off brand clown. <laughs> and it was only Fun like, clown. I, I think there was maybe only two of them, you know, most of them were like directly from the film, but mm. whatever. Fuck. Yeah. All right, let's talk about number one. I think we all know what it is. Yep. All together. Say at the same time. One, two, three. Uh, he man. Okay, I take instructions <laughs> seriously, guys. <laughs> Ghostbusters. It was a great house. It was Craig, fantastic. Been, Craig has been watching the Ghostbusters house or on YouTube the entire time we've been talking, Jake. <laughs> well, because like so. there's something that I kind of want to mention, and I'm and I found an image of it, okay. and I well, think it's go for it. Let's hear it. Okay, so the Ghostbusters house. You go in. You're in the basement of the new york public library uh it's amazing it's incredible i I can't understand (coughs) if you haven't done it yet don't listen to this go do it but if you don't have the chance let me take you down the road Mm -hmm. you're in the library you're walking through they use this really cool effect it's like a mirrored projection where you see the library ghost and she turns and she's like shh and then i looked at jake and abby and i was like it's a full floating torso apparition and it's real it's not actually real it's a mirror but it looks real um it was great and then she jumps out at you you go through you go into the ghostbusters firehouse janine's there there's an actress playing janine i want to play janine at the ghostbusters firehouse i think that would be the most fun thing ever yes They've got the packs on display. Yeah. They've got can we can we point out? Point, can I we, was intimidated by her. Continue. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Can we point out that in this room on our first walkthrough, um, AJ Quick, uh, owner of GB Fans, was yelled at by someone who works. You know, they have in every house they have people who just stand in the rooms to make sure the line keeps going. Yeah. And AJ got told to keep moving when he stopped to look at the proton packs from which were made from his parts. <laughs> I own this house. Uh, this is my house. Ma'am, you're breaking the fourth wall just by existing in here. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to look at these packs. Dude, yeah. I I hate having to be rushed through the house, and that's how I felt being 
in every part of the Ghostbusters um, maze or house, whatever you want to call it, it's like you wanted to slow down and look at everything right. and take it all in. So you go through the firehouse and then you're in the Sedgwick. Um, and what I really love about the Sedgwick is you go through the hallways, you see the burning cart, the maid cart. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, they did a really cool setup where there's like mannequins busting Slimer, but they've mm-hmm. got proton streams. It just looks so cool, man. And then Slimer yeah. jumps out at you and then you're in Dana's apartment and you see her, uh, getting attacked by the terror dogs. On the kind chair. of, kind of, <laughs> we yeah. still haven't figured out if that was a mannequin there or was actress. Some, uh, there was some cool stuff in there. They did the, um, they had the door where you can see the indention of the terror dog kind of sticking his head. And they had like a, it looked like you were in her apartment. So there were like picture frames and there was like a little Easter egg. One of the picture frames has uh, a photo of Oscar mm-hmm. That's cool. in it. So that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was the, great. Uh, There's a lot of little Easter eggs. Yeah, the Danas um, were not as good as the Janine, I'd say, in their like performance. Uh, Janine was, was on point. Janine was on point. The other, the other Dana was pretty. Good. The possessed Dana was great. Yeah, it was just, a, it was just Dana in the chair was mm. like, "What's happening here?" She's taking yeah. a smoke break. Um. So, anyways. <laughs> Other ghosts, there's only one answer the call reference. At one point, you do see the Stiltwalker ghost, which I was fine with. That's cool. Put them in there. Um, the Scolari brothers were amazing. Yeah, that was the Both of them pop up. Uh, one of them, uh, the, uh, one of them to your left and another one to your right. And yeah. they're people in costume. And it's just everything you could want as a Ghostbusters fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so rare to see GB2 stuff just anywhere. So seeing that live is amazing. So let's talk what? about... Real quick. No, go ahead. There's another ghost that pops up before you kind of get okay. towards the finale. And I want to sure. dance around this lightly, but I'm looking at it right now because I found the image. Okay. So this ghost, we were all kind of, uh, what's the right word? Flummoxed because it was clear to us that this wasn't anything from the movies, right? It was kind of like this. I would, like Jake was saying about the killer clowns, we thought it was like just an added in thing that they had. Yeah. On or whatever. Jake, how would you describe that? I'm sending you from a picture I, on Facebook right now. Uh, from what I remember, um, it looked sort of, okay, I'm pulling this up. Um, it looked to me sort of like a deer, like a deer skeleton or something right. like that. It like it looked antlers. like a deer. It had antlers or something like that. Yeah. And that was about all I could tell of it. And when I first saw it, my first instinct was, so we're in a Ghostbusters house. They're just making up ghosts, you know. But every other ghost you see in that house is in Ghostbusters 1, 2, or Answer the Call. Right. So this guy is not. So all I'll say is, I don't know where he came from. <laughs> he left the trailer demon. watch. Trailer watch. Hey, by the way, see that trailer, trailer. <laughs> see that trailer, trailer. Hey, it's cool looking though. Jeez. It's yeah. cool as fuck. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's um, very cool. It's scary and like it looks like ancient sort of. And yeah. Like yeah, I don't. I like it. But anyways. Beyond that, uh, I really like when you peer through that wall and you see Dana up on her bench. That with the background, yeah. I was like, that is cool. Yeah, that, yeah, that looked really we, good. We should also say we did this house uh, twice. twice yeah. uh-huh. um, and then you wrap it up and you see uh, Stay Puffed uh, 
and it's just cool. It's just, mm-hmm. it's like, what, it, like I said, what more could you want? Can I, can I talk about this for a sec? So when you get, when you get to the stay puffed, um, it's a very, very big, like stay puffed head and they project the face onto it. And I, I haven't actually done this research yet because I kind of forgot about it, but I, I, I was wondering if, if maybe that stay puffed is the stay puff they used to use for the, for the spooktacular show. Because I'm pretty sure it was just a Stay Puffed head that popped up on the side of the stage. Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. To me, the head, like, it looks like probably whatever they're using here, the face is blank. Like, it's a hat with a blank face, and they project different mm-hmm, images mm-hmm. onto yeah, it. Yeah, okay. So I do. Right, but is that, but that's what I'm saying, but isn't that what, isn't that what they did for the Spooktacular? I think so, yeah. I, we, I think we have some listeners that work for Universal, so if anybody's out there and has any information. Yeah, let us know. Listen. If you know if the Stay Puft used in the Ghostbusters Haunted House from Halloween Horror Nights 2019 Universal Studios Orlando is the same one from the Ghostbusters Spectacular show that ran from 1989 to 1996, contact us, have some podcasts, and let us know. Yeah. We, we need to know. I, I need made up some know. of those dates. If it's, if it's not, it, 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 it's similar in construction. Right. You know it, what I mean? It, it so made like, me feel like it was. Yeah, I thought I immediately when I saw it was like, holy shit, is that is this a prop from the original show? I cannot tell. I need to know Um, before we move on, because we got to get to the Star Wars trailer. Let's talk about the Lagoon show. They did this. Oh, uh, my God. Hey, before we do that, let me plug Patreon. If you're a fan of Yes, Have Some Podcast, if you're a dedicated listener, I want you to go to patreon.com slash yes, have some, and you can get in on all of our bonus content. That's right. Two to three bonus episodes per month, $5 down and $5 a month gets you complete access to the YHS Patreon archive. We just recorded a brand new episode that will be posted in the next two days. Jake, let them know what we just did on Patreon. Oh, man, we did this fun thing where uh, we we pitched rides that could and should have been at Universal Studios. Yeah, we're basically inventing our own theme park rides. It's what we're born to do. Uh, And we had a ton of fun doing it. So. We do all sorts of episodes. Usually the content on Patreon is a little bit different than what you would normally get on the regular podcast. So if you want to get in on the fun, you're going to go to patreon.com slash yes, have some sign up today. You'll get a complete archive over a year, a year and months, 35, 40 bonus episodes. That's like barging on YHS. It's a podcast barge. Yeah. And I don't even know if we're going to get to our barging on this episode because we have a lot to cover. Maybe we'll talk about it briefly before we talk about Star Wars. But anyways... Patreon.com slash yes, have some. We thank you for the support. Helps us keep the lights on. Helps us provide this free entertainment uh, for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I yeah. absolutely love it. Me too. I had fun on our last episode. So definitely sign up. Check it out. Check it out. Um, okay, cool. So let's talk about this Lagoon show. To set it up, if you've ever been to Universal Orlando, <sighs> I hesitate to even bring this up. There used to be a Jaws ride there. And there was like this big lagoon. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure is that the same body of water they used to use, Jake? Uh, n- no the um the Jaws ride was that lagoon was always there. The Jaws ride is literally like where Diagon Alley is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is a second lagoon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was wrong, yeah. but it's a okay. it's kind of in the center of the park, and uh, basically they did the, the if you've ever seen like the the fountain show in front of the Bellagio, think of that, but way better. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Anyways, let's talk about it. Abigail? Yes. What did you think of The Lagoon Show? Describe it. I felt like it's what you see before you die or like once you like before (laughs) what's passing over into the great uh, beyond uh, the other side, so to speak. It was absolutely spectacular. I know for a fact that by the end of it, all three of us got misty eyed. Um, it's well, that's because the lagoon was blowing water. Off. It was all splashing. Um, no, the yeah, it's with I guess with water you can project images onto um, like a misty yeah. Basically, canvas. you've got all of these uh, triggers in the water that are uh, timed to spray large fountains of waters in the air. Waters, water in the air, <laughs> and then there's images projected on it. It's kind of a psychedelic laser show kind of feel. Yeah, it's kind of a ride. Um, the bet. I mean, we can skip everything else and just talk about the Ghostbuster part. It, it's the only part that it, matters. The, the the. But not only is it just like projected onto the water, they're also there. Uh, the buildings, the facades of the park that's behind it are also a part of it. So when Ghostbusters starts, Slimer is like moving from building to building Mm -hmm. until he is closer to you in the water. And the same with like stay puffed. You like it all goes dark and you hear him stomping and then he shows up in the buildings and he gets closer and it's just like, and then there's like, there's a bunch of Ghostbusters two stuff. They show the Scalari brothers and the, you know, the big ghost going under the archway. And like, I looked over at you, Craig, and you were like, you, you were crying. It was like a, it's a fucking water show. <laughs> and it was just so Literally. fun and so cool. And just like, just the fact that we're seeing all this Ghostbuster stuff at Universal Studios, which used to be full of Ghostbuster stuff, yeah. is very it feels very special. Yeah, the Lagoon Show was incredible and it really like the music's going and they have this cool so before the show even starts, they're playing like on our own and the Run DMC Ghostbusters song mm-hmm. and I was like this should this is everything. This yeah. is what life should be about. Yeah, it was like um, a spiritual but, awakening. Yeah, but then there's like this really good remix of the Ghostbusters song. They even brought in a little bit of like the answer the call like like the whole with like with like the 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 more hip hop beat and it was just great. Um and it was long too. It was like a 10 or 15 minute show and like like Jake said like there's videos online I had seen some of the clips. You really cannot capture what's happening unless you're mm-hmm. there. There's no way to really experience because visually it's really pretty. Yeah. And then the music's really good, but then it's Ghostbusters. So it's just like, it's really yeah. great. Uh, yeah. I loved it. I was very, uh, I was surprised by that. There was even a part of me that was like, I don't even know if I want to do this. I want it to go felt to more- like what would happen if Ghostbusters had a holiday each year. And that was like how all of America celebrates it. Cause it's like, they big- do. It's called Ghostbusters fan fest. Oh, okay. Okay. Every year. Every year. <laughs> Dude. Can't wait. <laughs> um, so, yeah, check it out. Uh, overall, the experience at Universal was great. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, we had a great weekend. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Should we move on to the Star Wars trailer? Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. So be it. Yeah. All right, let's do it. The brand new trailer. <laughs> guess the trip's over. For the <laughs> How depressed are we? Oh, Dude, I want okay. a grilled cheese sandwich. Dude, I want to go to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> That, what I just said you has don't... nothing to do with anything. I was about to say, what are you talking <laughs> about? Just, I like expression. it. Um, All right, let's do it. Yeah. There's a brand new trailer for The Rise of Skywalker. It was released during Monday Night Football this week. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm excited about this movie. I've watched this trailer about five times. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. It is a really 
beautiful trailer. I don't think it emotionally impacted me as much as the first one uh, that they released back in uh, at Star Wars Celebration. But I want to get your guys' thoughts. So, Jake, I'll go to you first. What was your impression of this trailer? Um, I think I agree with you. I think the first trailer that they released for this movie is a better trailer. Um, I, I was telling you yesterday after we watched it that it does seem um, – was it yesterday? I don't know. Um, it is a little – it's the very last movie in the Skywalker saga – and I, I kind of felt like the trailer was going to be, I don't know, like more epic, I, I guess, if if I had to put a word on it. But but that doesn't mean it's not a great trailer. There's some cool stuff in here. There's some cool scenes. There's, um, you know, there's probably six points in this trailer where tears came out of my face. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very good, man. They don't give away any like I, I don't feel like there's any spoilers or you know it's it's a lot of the best thing that these star wars trailers have done is that they just show you a lot of shots that could just be anything it's like it's just a lot of slow motion or still shots of the people you like you're not seeing story bits you don't really know what's happening and and that's the best thing they could do really well, because that's what they're being tasked with is we have to give another trailer that hypes people for this movie, mm-hmm. the final movie in the saga. But we can't. They're Stay being silent. so careful about revealing yeah. everything. So yeah. which is great because the stuff they're showing, like, look, they're showing. is Ray going to it's fight? It's confusing. Is Ray and Kylo, are Ray and Kylo Ren going to have a lightsaber battle on the wreckage of the Death Star in the middle of the ocean? Yes, that is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Why they're there, I have no mm-hmm. idea. How they got there, don't know. Why is C-3PO saying he wants to look at his friends for one last time? Mm. I don't know. What's yeah, that what little it, creature that, that's fixing hey, him? Babu I love Frit. Him. He's so cute. That's what Fucking I'm stressed out God, the most about. I'm like, why is C-3PO saying the last? Why does C-3PO know that yeah. this is the last time? Why is it the last time? Is C-3PO having to get shut down? No, I don't no, understand. Dude, I, I don't know, I but that was one of the moments that I cried, and I did cry the first two times I watched the trailer during that football game. He's retiring. C-3PO's hanging up his boots. <laughs> he's done. This is his Red retirement arm. lunch. Um, <laughs> what if he's like, what if he's like, uh, C-3PO is like, I want to, I just want to look at my friends for the last time. And they're all like, last time, what do you mean? And then he kills everybody in the room. <laughs> then his, then his eyes turn red and you realize that C-3PO has been a Sith just playing the long con. Yeah. Entire time. Sawyer. He's been a double agent. Then you get, then you get flashbacks to every single film and you get these like little things that you didn't see where it's like C-3PO, kind of pushing Anakin in the in mm-hmm. the wrong direction and you know he's been working <laughs> for the bad guys the whole time like he's couple- like oh he it's like it, it flashes back to a scene where C-3PO is like I don't know how to open these uh, trash compactor doors <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea well they're around here somewhere I don't know. Uh, uh, he shoots uh, Poe Darren he's like god he was a cocky pilot <laughs> <laughs> I think like Okay, J.J. Abrams, we, we, we all love The Force, like all three of us love The Force Awakens. So I think the fact that this movie already heads and tails feels 
more in line with what I would expect out of a Star Wars movie yes. than The Last Jedi. It makes me so hopeful. I love the narrative and the dialogue, um, like the voiceovers between characters. So um, I think it starts with Finn, right? Yeah, Finn saying that there's like something drawing them all together. Right. And then you've got the Emperor who's got a voiceover who, who says, says his, them coming his together. voice sounds amazing. Yeah, like, sounds either that's my hearing him is my favorite part of the trailer that yeah. dude he has the best voice and it's just so menacing yeah it's the best it's part. got like That's so much gravel part. and shit to it i i love that um i love knowing that everybody's going to be getting together for this um all the visuals of seeing ray um looks like i mean she's not training but she's in action which is one of my major complaints from the last jedi i just didn't feel satisfied with what she was doing action wise so i'm just i'm excited i really like what i'm seeing there you didn't like that part in the last jedi where she just moved a bunch of rocks no didn't 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 like it wanted more sorry (laughs) jake i just sent you a message i don't know if you saw this um there's a shot of a really cool throne and sure yeah people describe uh they found out that's based on what I just sent you. That's Ralph McQuarrie uh, did that mm-hmm. sketch of the Emperor's Throne in like 1981. There, uh, there's also a shot going around of um, there. There's a specific shot in the trailer of a ship moving past another ship. Um, that's also almost exactly like an old Ralph McQuarrie right. drawing. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, that's amazing. Like that's cool. Really, really some incredible stuff in the trailer yeah. the voiceover at the end with when with uh luke and leia saying the force what does he say the force will be with you forever always yeah. always, always. Yeah. it's such a there's so much hope and there's you know it's going to be emotional mm-hmm. and um we're obviously we're staying spoiler free we're staying leak free everything i know about this movie is just come from these trailers mm-hmm. um the only time I raised my eyebrows when they cut to that shot of uh, Jaina. Well, no, I don't yeah. care about Rose. Well, yeah, yeah, of uh, Jaina like riding her horses or whatever, and I was just like, oh, I like the horse. Got a lot of horse riding in that last movie or whatever those things were, but well, it's fine. As it's long fine. as I care about the characters riding on the horses and whatever they're doing, then I'm fine with space horses. That's fine. Just make it make the plot meaningful and sure, and sure. I care about. Jake, how do you feel about the horses? I actually thought that for once they, for once that kind of thing looked cool. Like yeah. a lot of times in the Star Wars movies, um, it's hard to make the bigger creatures just look look good. You know, um, uh, the fucking the Last Jedi is a, is a good example. Like all that stuff looked really bad. I thought um, <laughs> this looked cool, and, and and the music definitely helps. Like the the score on this trailer is. It's incredible. Fucking that amazing. That slowed so. down Star yeah, Wars theme dude. is yeah. really good. Um, let's talk about some of the key moments everybody's been highlighting. So um, the the shot of – it's really hard to tell what's going on. But you've got Kylo with his mask on. By the way, Jake, you said something funny really. Somebody on Facebook was complaining about Kylo taking his mask off. And Jake was like – People taking their helmets and masks off is the most realistic thing about Star Wars because <laughs> they suck. Dude, yeah, that's so it true. Is. But dude, when As I watch someone who's worn a stormtrooper helmet, both of them. Dude, when I watch <laughs> the Force, yeah, you want to take that shit off. When I watch the Force Awakens, and there's that part at the beginning where, uh, dude, what's his name? The guy from The Exorcist who did Vigo's voice, and he's sitting there, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and Kylo Ren comes up, and he's like, "Look how old you've become." I'm like, "Oh." chills 
I love this. And I'm really glad he's putting it. Uh, the yeah, thing, the thing about the, the people, I know a lot of people complain about how often Kylo's mask is off, but here's the thing. Darth Vader's mask has to be on because he can't breathe without it. Right. Like he, mm-hmm. he'll die if he doesn't have that mask on. Kylo won't die if he doesn't have the mask His on. Ego he's just, will. he's just a kid who wants to be as close to Darth Vader as possible. So he's wearing it just because he wants to. That right. doesn't mean he has to keep it on all the time. Right. I like the shot though. Also, also he just, he's just like a handsome man, you know? God, I know. So in this shot, he really is. Um, in this shot, it looks like, the way that it's framed, it looks like Kylo and Rey have teamed up to destroy a statue of something, possibly Darth Vader, possibly something else. Uh, that's more than likely not what's happening, um, but it's really cool looking. And like it kind of looks like they're inside the Death Star with the, mm-hmm. those wall panels there. Yeah, they um, might be. Who knows? But everybody's talking about that. Um, there's a shot at the end where you see what looks like could possibly be the emperor like lowering towards ray yeah um he's on some like it looks like he's on like a floating throne or yeah. something he's coming towards her yeah um, but i'm glad they're not revealing a bunch of stuff like there's new characters in this movie like jaina and zori bliss and we don't there's very brief glimpses of them we don't see them <clears throat> maybe my favorite Did- shot of the trailer is when uh, you see finn poe ray and chewie uh, all loading up into the millennium falcon i was like oh yeah. cool star yeah. wars thank mm-hmm. you our, our group you guys, is together. Yeah. Do you guys think we're not, do you guys think we're, so since this is the last trailer, movie comes out in about two months. Do, do we think we're not going to get any sort of look at the emperor until we see the movie? Yes. Yeah. I don't, think I, I don't think, think we'll that. see that. That's what I want. I mean, so here, first of all, we've seen the emperor. We know what he looks like. Right. Mm-hmm. Do we think he's going to look different? Like this is so this timeline is so much further down the road, you know, than return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Is he going to look different? You think you think he's going to be like just even more fucked up looking or is it just going to be like, yeah, that's the emperor. So I think there's a lot of different ways it could go. I think he'll definitely like kind of like older, um, but remember, like, wasn't there something in like the video what games he, where he was like what on an apparatus he, where he was like a part spider? <laughs> like, yeah. But what if he here's a thought. What if he what if he just looks like the actor? Like, what if the emperor is like I, I remember a comic where. So, you know, like uh, there's the scene when he becomes the emperor, it's like the lightning you know, the Mace Windu stuff happens and his face gets all fucked up and he literally goes from looking like a normal old man to the emperor, like in seconds. Mm-hmm. And then he's the emperor. Right. I remember reading uh, a comic where the emperor and I mean, this is a comic book, so, you know, not it's not canon or anything. But the whole issue was that the emperor had to kind of go through this ritual to keep him looking human that he's always looked like a crazy fucking monster because he's so, you know, mm-hmm. such in the, you know, steeped in the dark side of Consumed the force evil, yeah. that he has to go through this process to keep himself kind of looking human or whatever. Oh my God. Yeah, and it's like, like what if, and it's like, what if when we see him, it's just the, it's just like, no, it's like, I imagine it's like Mrs. Doubtfire. Like he has to put on the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Dude, he's caught in between two dinner dates. Yes. He's got to run back and forth. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Um, yeah, Jeez. I think he's going to look all old and crazy, to be man. Real. I think he's yeah. going to look like the emperor. I think oh, he's going to be great. I think, um, so I wanted to talk. So being that this is the last uh, movie in this uh 
nine part series and that JJ Abrams has come out and very much said, you are going to get closure from all of those movies and they're going to wrap it up real nicely. And it's going to be surprising and shocking and satisfying. Do we think some of our fallen heroes, uh, especially Jedi will be returning in some capacity. I'm talking Mace Windu here. I'm talking Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, I think we're, it's going to be like an on your left scenario where we see them all appear. I think, I think <laughs> it's just going to rip, hit yeah. Yeah. ripping off Avengers. Fuck. I hope it's, I lo- <laughs> they're all here. Jedi assemble. Yeah. I hope it's just that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into I it. mean, no, I do think we'll see like I, I do think we'll see some some force ghosts. I think I think 100 percent we're going to see Yoda. We'll see Obi-Wan and I think we'll see Anakin for sure. I think like and, and, and it could be I don't know what kind of capacity it's going to be in. Uh, part of me wants to imagine that it's just going to be some sort of like uh, like the end of Return of the Jedi when you see you know, the force ghost just kind of hanging out and they're like happy that everything turned out for the better. Right. I can imagine that it's, it will be a scene, something like that maybe. So mm-hmm. I had this thought that we've seen that obviously Obi-Wan, uh, figured out how to continue on as a force ghost and, uh, uh, or maybe Qui-Gon did and he, he taught it to Obi-Wan and then Yoda learned it. And like the, the, the Jedi have become more powerful and have used the force in new and interesting ways. I would love to think that there is a way that previously existing Jedi could come back and interact in the real world because Jake, I brought this up to you. I don't know. They, they keep this, the end of the Skywalker saga. I, I think we're going to find out. I really do think that we're going to find out that there is lineage to both uh to the skywalkers from through kylo and ray i wouldn't even be surprised if it's is as simple as they were twins separated at birth and they're somehow really like i, I wouldn't be surprised because mm-hmm. there's a precedent if you listen to freddie Prinze jr okay you better <laughs> he says do it no dog no dog <laughs> um so anyways how amazing would it be to see ray teaming up with luke and Anakin, like three Skywalkers, three generations of Skywalker battling Kylo Ren at the end of this movie. Like, cause I do not believe Kylo Ren will be turning to the light. I do not think he was going to be redeemed. I think we're way past that. No, I think and he's, you, you have to have a villain in all this. Like that would, yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. And what if there's other like fallen Sith? Like what if we see like Count Dooku? Well, I guess maybe not Count Dooku. What if we see Darth Maul? Like there's, I think this is going to, there's going to be some fun fan service type things. Mm-hmm. We're going to see Luke Skywalker in a, in a different for sure, light. Yeah. yeah for some, sure. some sort of way we'll see Luke Skywalker. I, so I think that's a pretty interesting thing to, to think about having Anakin and, and Luke or, or, or whoever kind of coming back. And I think, um, I don't think that's too crazy of a thought. And I also think, so like JJ Abrams is, he, he seems to get star Wars in a way that a lot of people don't. And he seems to know what to do, what he, he seems to know how to like bring what the fans want and what is going to service the movie the best. And it feels like, you know, if you think about it, a lot of people, a lot of people our age, a lot of the older Star Wars fans hate, like they just hate the prequels. Like a lot of people do. And I know a lot of people love them, but a lot of people fucking hate those movies. Mm-hmm. And I think if J.J. Abrams has figured a way to pull Anakin into this movie and 
I think that would maybe change some people's minds about the prequels a little bit. Well, if Anakin shows up in the movie and he's badass and he helps Ray and like we find out like I think that would because the whole thing is Kylo Ren worships the ground that Darth Vader uh, yeah. walks on. Mm-hmm. He worships the volcanic ash that Darth Vader burns <laughs> on. Um, and I think it needs to reinforce him that like this, this is not the way like you, this is your, I like for Anakin. He's missing it. He's like, it's like he worships Darth Vader, but he's just completely missing the point where Darth Vader turned around you know he's mm-hmm. like just missing the point where darth vader realized that he was well, wrong true. are we 100 and i don't know there could be an answer to this are we 100 percent sure that that information like is that like we don't know if after that happened luke went around telling everybody oh my dad redeemed himself like that that could be information that's lost in history that maybe kylo doesn't even recognize maybe, or, maybe it's like a rumor that. right mm-hmm. maybe he yeah. doesn't believe that yeah um, Could so be yeah, because nobody else reinforce is there. it right. in person, right? Yeah, but I, dude, I'm waiting for that scene where Kylo's bending the knee in front of the Emperor, and the Emperor's like, "Darth Vader was weak where you are strong," and he's just gonna be like, "I am strong. I'm way stronger than Darth Vader." Gramps, he treats Darth Vader like the Gramps, like uh, Biff, old Biff. <laughs> That's the dynamic. That's what okay. we're going to see. All right. So then he's like a little asshole. Kylo is Griff. Cool. Hey, Gramps! <laughs> Dude, good. Give me a good hardened Kylo Ren as a villain. Seriously. Yeah, I, I want to see. I, I'm sick of this I want gray motivation. area. Yeah, I don't want to that fucking gray area. Kylo Ren. Ugh. I'm done with it. Yeah. Okay. Good versus evil. Give it to John. me. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Jackson said it best. Something, 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 black and white. Yeah. You know? That's the only thing Michael Jackson did. That's it. (laughs) That's Um, the only thing he was right about. But yeah, overall, uh, there's some really good visuals in the trailer. Some of the new scenery and the planets. Look, one thing that was interesting, um, I still feel like that scene in the last trailer with Kylo Ren attacking and Rey doing the backflip, I think that's going to be in the beginning of the movie. I really do. I think that's yeah, going to be possible. near the beginning of the movie. Uh, I think so too. Um, I don't think they would have released it that early if it wasn't some of the like initial footage. Yeah, and I think that all the stuff leading up to going to the throne room and everything and the Death Star and all that is going to be the big build up. And I think mm-hmm. that I think the end of this movie is going to be batshit crazy and insane, and we're all going to cry and, yep. and pray to the gods. That yeah, Craig, you were going to buy an entire row or an entire movie theater out if you could. Just so it could be us. I just don't want to watch it. it. I don't want to watch it with a crowd. Yeah. I don't want anybody yeah. to experience it with me. Yeah. Uh, no, man, it's going to be good. I want my friends there. I would like you guys there. So overall, I think it's like a good trailer. I mean, I, like I said, I can't fault it for not reveal. Like, obviously, like, like, for instance, when the new Ghostbusters trailer comes out, if you haven't heard of the trailer watch is happening. Um, yeah. I want the I want them to show us a bunch of amazing stuff and, and reveal that Bill Murray's in it. Like I want all that, but then again, like, <laughs> don't actually get. I want to fantasize about it for nights leading up to the release of the movie, and then hopefully not be disappointed by the film itself. And- Am I on crack? <laughs> yeah, or is that a gamble? Anyways, uh, okay. All right, cool. So, any more thoughts on the trailer? No, nah, dude. just watch I'm it. Fucking pumped. Just enjoy it. Yeah, I'm pumped. Like the part of me that understands that there's other people who don't love The Force Awakens and don't like that part of the saga. 
I'm like, fuck them, because I'm really excited about it. I think this movie's going to wrap up and put a bow on. A lot of the stuff that I was caring about in The Force Awakens is going to bring back characters and make things, uh, just give me some closure, and I'm excited about that. I love J.J. Uh, Abrams. There was this article. The uh, This was from Deadline. The Rise of Skywalker advanced ticket sales more than other Star Wars pictures on Fandango. Uh, so I think there's some hype. I think people are excited. People are ready for a new Star Wars movies. Uh, Star Wars movie, and uh, the thing we also have to remember, and I think this kind of gets lost, is The Last Jedi was extremely successful, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people really liked that movie. Yeah. Like, you kind of have to, the the average everyday go Star Wars fan kind of loved that movie. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of have to go down a couple notches into some more of the people like us to start getting some interesting discussion on whether or not it actually was a good movie. Okay, so we're going to wrap up right now. Any other final words? Nah, dude. I'm so stoked for this movie. Jake? Nope. Cool. Um, I do want to let everybody know that we uh, are going to be barging a lot and uh, we're going to be buying more toys and we're going to be talking about it in the next couple weeks. We didn't get into any of our purchases from Orlando. That's okay. I was harassed by Ryan Dole for not purchasing the Power Rangers. Zargon. God damn it. (laughs) The playset. It's called the Power Dome. Uh, not, he's called Zardops. Not Zardan's Get it right. Pleasure yeah. Castle. Anyways, I did find one on eBay thinking about pulling the trigger. We will see. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Let's talk barges next week. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Cool. For Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, my name is Craig Goldberg. The trailer watch is happening. Should I play the song again? Yeah. Gotta no. see that trailer. 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 Gotta see that trailer. Trailer. God, I wish we could play the version, the first one that we did. What was it? Uh, we were you try- were doing a weird voice. I was doing my own thing. Um, <laughs> and I hope it never gets played. And- cool. All right, guys. We'll see everybody next week. Thanks for tuning in. Episode 173 is in the books. Yeah. And remember, yes, have some podcast. We'll be with you always. Do we do group therapy? Oh, yeah. Plug group therapy. Join group therapy, guys. Come on. If you want to barge, just go to Facebook.com, log in, search for Yes, Have Some Podcast, scroll down. You will see Yes, Have Some Group Therapy appear. Ask to join the group. Either myself, Craig, or Jake will accept you or one of our fantastic moderators, which uh, I think some of our friends are. So do that. Join the group and post about stuff, uh, your feelings about Star Wars and barging, etc. We'll look forward to seeing you there. No memes. No memes. Cool. Thanks. No leaks. I wouldn't participate with no anybody who does memes. anything with memes. The leaky meme. It's fun to say that. <laughs> the leaking meme. It's a new gastropub. Cool. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.